What is going on? Welcome back to the No Cell Wrestling Podcast. This is your host, and today, today we're going to be talking about everything that I've missed while I've been gone. So I've been gone for a while. Uh, that's because it's a number of reasons, but the the most important one is that wrestling has been really bad, and I didn't want to talk about it because I barely want to watch it. So, but you know, I've been keeping up with it. I can't help it. So, um, first of all, let's talk about why the moment that made me stop watching. Because I hadn't posted an episode since November, but I'd been watching. It was it was the Royal Rumble is what made me stop watching. Because the product's been bad for a while. And, um, you know, I've just been watching it, uh, keeping up with it, because I felt like I had to, and then the Royal Rumble happened, and that changed a lot, so, at the Royal Rumble, uh, we had Seth versus Roman, which was a pretty good match, um, it just, it had a bad finish, and then, um, we had the Women's Royal Rumble, I think, which had Ronda Rousey return. Other than that, the match was pretty bad. And you know I don't like Ronda Rousey. I, I just don't. I'm not a fan. I think she's been gifted everything uh, since she signed her contract to join. She's been given championship opportunities that she didn't deserve. She's wasted people like Sasha and Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, but she's not wrestling anymore but she wasted all those people for no reason because she's she's a really bad promo she can't cut a decent promo and in the ring she's about as good a wrestler as like Dana Brooke which isn't a shot at Dana Brooke Dana Brooke's a fine wrestler but if you can't cut a promo and you're a fine wrestler why are you main eventing WrestleManias over Kofi like it doesn't make any sense to me so I'm not a fan of Ronda Rousey. I've never been a fan of Ronda Rousey. And there's a 0% chance that I'll ever become a fan of Ronda Rousey. But she returned and won the Women's Royal Rumble. So, you know, all those wrestlers who have been working all year to improve their stock. Um, who cares? Because Ronda's back, you know, her first time back. You guys have been here all year, you know, working real hard. Working through tears and broken bones. And, you know, training day and night, 365 days a year. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because, you know, Ronda Rousey can come in and just wipe her hopes and dreams away because she's Ronda Rousey. Uh, so that happened. And then the rest of the show was pretty nothing. There was a Brock versus Roman match. A Brock versus um, Bobby Lashley, rather. They had a match. And in, in the match, <laughs> the match kind of sucked. It was a bad match. Um, I said Seth versus Roman was fine with the bad finish. Speaking of which, I never got into that finish. Let me just talk about that real quick. Um, it ended because Roman wouldn't let go of the guillotine choke on Seth. And Seth came out to like the shield music and the shield outfit. Um, <laughs> just being the shield, I guess. And he came in through the crowd. It was, it was pretty cool. But uh, it ended because Roman put Seth in a chokehold and he wouldn't let go. Even after Seth grabbed a rope. Um, so the ref called it, and then Roman just beat Seth with a chair for, like, an extra two minutes before he walked away. 
stupid segment. The whole thing was stupid. It was pointless. There's no reason to do it. I mean, just just book a finish. It's not like these guys are ever going to wrestle again. They've already fought a hundred times. They fought on SmackDown. They fought on Raw. They fought at Money in the Bank. They've already fought a hundred times. Like you're not you're not doing anything wrong by giving the match a finish. Like that, it's not an issue. So just give it a finish. But no, they're saving that finish for I don't know. Not one of their big four pay-per-views. Why Why do we have a finish at the Royal Rumble, right? Anyway, back to the Brock Lesnar-Bobby Lashley match. The match was garbage. Uh, it was 100 German suplexes from both guys. There was like a, uh, a um, barricade spot, I think. Um, and then Roman comes out because there's a rev bump. Roman comes out. He attacks Brock. And um, that gives Bobby Lashley the win. Uh, Paul Heyman turns on Lesnar to go back to Roman Reigns' side. Cool, I guess. Um, but the, the match was bad. And I thought the finish... The finish was good up until the end of the show. I'll say that. it was a good That match had a good finish until I watched the end of the show. Um, speaking of the end of the show, the Royal Rumble was what main evented. And it was a really bad Royal Rumble. Um, it was boring. The crowd just, like, they didn't care at all, whatsoever. Literally nobody cared about the match. The crowd was silent. They only got loud to, like, count down. Johnny Knoxville was in it. <laughs> oh, man. Shane McMahon. Bad Bunny. Um, those were your surprises. There's probably another surprise, but I'm probably forgetting it because the match was so boring and unremarkable. And also, it's been two months at this point since... I've watched the Royal Rumble because no, I haven't gone back to watch it. I'm, I, I, I just can't. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to torture myself like that. Um, but the match's ending is what really. That's what really, really, um, just put what it, 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 it. That's what made me decide that I was gonna stop avidly watching wrestling. Because at number 30, they had Brock Lesnar come out and win the Royal Rumble. Why? That doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. It makes no booking It makes no booking sense. He loses the WWE Championship because Roman interfered. That's enough of a motivation to give him a match right there. He doesn't need the Rumble. Like, he doesn't need it. He, he could just... Say, oh, you screwed me out of the championship, so I'm going to beat you up. And he's going to get his match. He's Brock Lesnar. He could just say, hey, Roman, I want a match. And he'd get one because he's Brock Lesnar. He didn't need the Rumble. There were other guys who could have used it. And then that terrible booking decision got... They, they, it's like they doubled down on it. They doubled down on their very poor decision. They said, we're going to be do a terrible job booking. And then we're going to double down on it, because they had a Saudi Arabia show, and you know I hate the Saudi Arabia shows, these glorified house shows, where they make stupid booking decisions, and then they pay the Prince of Saudi Arabia, a guy who's known to kill reporters for absolutely no reason, and try to cover up the media story, but they give this guy millions of dollars, uh, he gives them millions of dollars, and they come out and they perform, I mean, it's dumb, anyway, um, there, there's a Saudi Arabia show, and they bring out the poor elimination chamber, so they have an Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. There's Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Brock Lesnar, and somebody else? Did I say Bobby Lashley already? I don't know. It was a pretty... 
match was bad. I was going to get to it, but you know, I figured I'd get to it now because I can't think of uh, what else to say uh, about... I can't think of the last competitor, but the match was pretty bad. So it's a pretty middling, modern wrestling match um, for the most part. There's some cool Seth Rollins stuff in there because, you know, it's Seth Rollins. He's always going to do cool stuff. But Brock Lesnar comes out, right? He's already won the Royal Rumble. This is a very important distinction. He already has a championship match against Roman for the Universal Championship. But he comes out and he destroys every single competitor except for Bobby Lashley who left because he's IR, he's real life injured. He got, he got a shoot injury. He needs surgery. So they didn't want to maybe compound that anymore so they wrote him off with like a concussion or something um but other than that Brock Lesnar comes out after everybody's got their little fun and and he destroys everybody every single wrestler just gets dropped with a single f5 um there's a cool it's kind of cool looks kind of bad actually the f5 from the chamber pod it's kind of cool looks bad in my opinion Austin Theory landed kind of weird but, you know, Brock destroys everybody, and he, he he wins the WWE Championship. You're probably having a stroke. You're thinking, WWE Championship? Isn't he fighting for the Universal Championship? Yeah, he is. So he's going to go into the Universal Championship matches, WWE Champion at, at WrestleMania. And they're going to have a winner-take-all, well, not a unification, but a winner-take-all match. Who will come out the double champion? Uh, and this is probably unpopular, but I'm the unpopular guy. Uh, I don't care to see the titles unified unless it's like uh ending the brand split thing which they're not they still have their usa deal they still have the fox deal so they can't end the brand split <laughs> i don't care i don't care about this winner take all match i don't care to watch brock lesnar versus roman reigns for the what at this point ninth maybe tenth time on pay-per-view i just i just don't care i don't i don't care at all not even a little bit. Not even a tiny bit. There's no single tiny piece of care. I just don't care to see the match at all. I've seen it a hundred times. I've been watching Brock versus Roman since I was like, what? I want to say like 11, 12, 13. I've been watching it constantly. And I just don't, I just don't care to see it anymore. There's so much more you could do. <laughs> So, yeah, there's that. That's what I've missed. That that was the breaking point right there. Royal Rumble was the breaking point. I just I couldn't I couldn't go on. I couldn't go on watching. But, you know, I had to. And uh most recently, this past week was the first week I watched. This is the week of Revolution. Um, as a matter of fact, Revolution, as of making this, comes on in about, well, two hours, maybe three. Um, but this past week, we saw two championship changes. Uh, Finn won the U.S. championship, Finn Balor won the U.S. championship, and Ricochet won the IC title. Um, not sure, I mean, that's, Finn versus Damian Priest is pretty, looks like that's set in stone. Um, but, not sure Ricochet is going to face, but I know that Sammy is definitely, Sammy Zayn is definitely going to face Johnny Knoxville, and, <laughs> and if that's the case, why didn't, why didn't you leave, Sammy? Why did you resign? 
You could do so much more. Maybe you're having fun. I don't know. Maybe you are just having a blast. You're having a fantastic time. But I I don't understand how. Why Johnny Knoxville for your WrestleMania opponent? Really? Seriously? That's the guy? It's just it's sad. Logan Paul's back. <laughs> okay, sure. Kevin Owens has been walking around in a cowboy hat, making fun of Texas. He's either going to get a match with Stone Cold, or he's going to get a tiny little segment with Stone Cold where he gets stunned, um, and the crowd pops. And yeah, I said match. There's rumors that Steve Austin could be returning for a match. I mean, that'd be cool. I like Stone Cold Steve Austin a lot, so maybe he can still go. Who knows? He's in shape, so. Um, there's rumors that Vince will wrestle at, like, almost 80 years old. They kind of teased that match in the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> oh, man, Vince versus Pat McAfee would actually, would actually make me cry. Would actually make me cry. Shed real tears of depression. It would make me feel like I wasted my time here on Earth. I wasted all of these years investing into professional wrestling just so that I'd be able to watch Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon. You know, if that match actually goes down, I'll actually stop watching wrestling forever. Not even joking. Uh, this would be converted to like a Star Wars podcast or something because I, I, um, I don't think I could ever take. The, I don't think I could ever take wrestling serious if that match ever happened. Um. So yeah, that's like the main roster stuff that I just dislike. And other than that, I mean, it's just been boring. Like, the show's been boring. There's nothing interesting. It's still heavily scripted promos. Uh, we're going to get Edge versus AJ Styles, though. <laughs> oh, man. No matter how bad things get, something will always make me excited. Edge versus AJ Styles. You know how often I've dreamed of that match? When I was a kid, and I used to watch AJ Styles, and I used to think, man... He would be crazy in WWE, all the guys he could wrestle. First it was John Cena, which we've seen. And then Shawn Michaels, which we haven't seen and never will. And then it was Edge. That was the third guy I ever thought about AJ Styles fighting. Um, and there's a shot. Not a shot, it's confirmed it's happening at, at WrestleMania. And it's not face Edge versus heel AJ. It's face AJ versus heel Edge. Sign me up for that, please. Yes, yes, I'll I'll take I'll take it in my veins. Yes, that sounds fantastic. Um, so they they do something right. They can do. They have the capacity to do things correctly. They just don't, which is just frustrating. And I'm sure Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon are probably sitting back somewhere and laughing, you know, laughing at everybody's just disgust and pent-up aggression that they're harboring in their souls for this company and you know they they laugh and they you know they start crying tears of laughter and they wipe it away with hundred dollar bills that they've collected from us morons who still pay to watch their programming um so yeah and they've even they've even seeped into nxt uh nxt 2.0 sorry my bad let me correct myself 
uh, because NXT would never be this bad. Um, NXT was a perfect product. It was, it's like perfect. It was, it was ROH meets WWE. It's like ROH for that style of wrestling meets WWE production and storytelling. And that also meets like ECW level fans, right? Who would like murder somebody to get a free NXT takeover ticket. That was the perfect product. Doesn't get any better. I mean, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, any match that they've ever had in NXT is like, it's like perfect wrestling. It's, it's perfect wrestling. You just can't get any better than that. Except for maybe the new generation era of wrestling, like Brett, Sean, the, that era. That was some good stuff. But now it's like WWE light. It's like WWE, but everybody is a green wrestler. And they don't quite know how to make a script sound organic. Don't worry. Also, you know, about 80% of the main roster doesn't know how to make a script sound organic. And, you know, about 90% of humanity wouldn't know how to make a script sound organic because scripts are not how people operate. You know, it's like a lot of people talk about, oh man, AEW's been cutting some good promos lately. And it's like, well, yeah, because they give people microphones and they say, yo, go out there and say the say what you want to. Just make sure that you promote this match or whatever. And, you know, they have some of the best promos in the industry because of it. If you're not making people read off of a script, they're going to sound like real human beings. That's a crazy concept, I'm sure. But WWE hasn't figured that out, I guess. I mean, all the times that John Cena and Roman Reigns go out there without a script and everybody's like, wow, these are some of the best promos ever. Why can't we do more of this? WWE probably thinks, oh, man, those guys are talented. All right, everybody, keep writing your scripts. Let's get these Let's get these TV writers to come in here and write wrestling scripts. What did you write for? Young and the Restless? Yeah, come in here and write me a script, buddy. Like, oh, it's just... It's infuriating. And again, it makes me feel like a moron for watching the programming. Because the more I watch, the more money they make, the more they're going to think that this script format is just the way it's just the way it's supposed to work, and they're just going to be perfectly happy with it. But all these NXT guys who uh, can barely wrestle, um, and they can barely talk... Uh, are walking around and they're being bad on a regular basis and they're beating guys like L.A. Knight, Cameron Grimes, Tommaso Ciampa, you know, guys who can talk and wrestle, who probably know, like, what a mood lock is. I mean, like, those are the guys. Do you seriously expect me to sit down and look at Von Wagner and say, yeah, this guy's going to have a five-star classic WrestleMania main event? No, I I don't even think Von Wagner's better than, like, Vladimir Kozlov. Like, he's he's maybe, like, a Santino Morello-level wrestler. (laughs) He's not good. I've watched him. If Kyle O'Reilly can't get a decent match out of you, then there's something really wrong with you as a product. And he's boring. He's so boring when he chops wood. That's cool, Vince. What else does he do? Nothing. Okay, cool. He's just so boring. But Vince is like, oh, I see him as a potential WrestleMania main eventer. So he's going to go over Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> like, come on, man. You can't be serious. I mean, 
you, you just can't be serious. I, I can't I can't sit here and genuinely believe what you're saying. It's just the only decent guy on NXT 2.0. Oh, a couple decent guys. Carmelo Hayes. But that's because he can wrestle and talk. Big shocker. I mean, he was a guy that even Triple H was pushing. So Vince would have been a moron to not continue his push. Uh, he's got the NXT American Championship. He's like a heel. He's cool, man. I like him. Uh, and, and then Braun... <laughs> Braun, Braun, Braun Breaker. That's his name. That's his real life name. That that is his real, actual wrestling name. I'm sure if his real life name is what, like Bronson Steiner or something, because he's the son of Rick Steiner. You don't think that's important information that people should know? You know, he's the son of one half of one of the greatest tag teams in the world. He's the nephew of one of the most. I don't want to say, well, I don't want to say greatest, but one of the most popular wrestlers ever. Come on, man. He's a Steiner. Just give him the name, but no, we're going to call him Braun Breaker. It sounds like a Marvel villain. Braun Breaker. It's it's terrible name, but he's a good wrestler. He's a decent promo now. Um, he's got some cool entrances. He's really buff. That's cool. Um, so, Carmelo Hayes. Braun Breaker. And that's it. Those are the only guys I like on NXT 2.0. You can kind of just throw the rest of them out. Um, you know, maybe the, maybe they'll get better. Maybe I'm just being strict. Um, but, you know, those are my standards for NXT. Because it's NXT. I, I like it. The 2.0. Sorry, it's NXT 2.0. Different product. But, I mean, come on. You know, I have high standards when it comes to this type of stuff. Oh, speaking of Braun Break, Braun Breaker, what a stupid name! And you know, another stupid name is Gunther. You're sitting there like, who's Gunther? What is that about? Um, Gunther is the leader of Imperium. You're sitting there thinking, there's no way because Walter's the leader of Imperium. I regret to inform you that Gunther is Walter. They changed his name from Walter. Which is cool, ominous, and like foreign and menacing sounding. To Gunther, he's like a little Austrian schoolboy. Gunther, what? Why? That's not an intimidating name. I mean, let's be honest here. He he's still Walter, so he's still cool. But his name is Gunther. His name is Gunther. That's all I'm gonna say. That, that's it. That 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 right there. That sums up. The WWE product for the past mm, two years. Something that used to be cool, awesome, awe-inspiring, and menacing changed to something that stupid. That's the wrestling product for the past two years. Just stupid. Uh, and, you know, I spent 20 minutes here uh, talking about how much WWE sucks so you're probably assuming that uh, I'm gonna like come in here and say that oh, I've lost WWE has been bad you know it's not all been bad there there's still AEW no actually I don't like AEW either I think they 
they very obviously have their flaws. So let's start with their obnoxious fan base. Um, everybody sits there and they pretend that like everything that they watch is gold. Like it is the greatest wrestling product in the world, and they have all these crazy cool matches, and they do a bunch of cool stuff, and you know it's a Canadian destroyer into a six thirty centon that bounces up into a burning hammer. I'm like that's cool and all sometimes but most of the time it just looks ridiculous and it looks non-believable it looks it, it it just it it breaks it destroys the um what's the word i'm looking for oh jeez it's not coming to me right now but immersion it breaks the immersion you know it makes you it breaks the it makes you sit there cuz when when it's working you know, when the immersion is working, when you're sitting there, and it's when you can genuinely believe that this wrestling match, you know, is working, like these are real maneuvers that would hurt. But watching dudes, like, stand on top of the enemy's back while his team, well, standing on the enemy's back while the enemy goes to try to hit a Canadian destroyer, but his teammate's trying to do, like, a flying super kick, and he does a, he does a, he does a 450 before he comes out into the super kick. And so it lands and he super kicks him in midair after doing the front flip, but he still lands the Canadian Destroyer. And the teammate who was being stand on does a springboard Phoenix Splash uh, onto them. And then somebody else comes out of nowhere. You know, the ref hits a shooting star press, a springboard shooting star press um, onto them. Uh, and then Tony Khan comes out, and he does just a 6.30 off the top of a ladder through a double stack of tables. And it, <laughs> that's, that's your average episode of Dynamite right there. You know, n nothing I said. You know, if somebody had told me that that was an episode of Dynamite, I would say, you know, makes sense. Sound, sounds like it. Sounds like, you know, sounds like something I could see happening. I mean, that, that was basically the script of any Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks match. You know, call me like call me annoying all you want to. That's the truth right there. So I don't enjoy their style of wrestling. They've got some pretty decent promos, but even those are getting overrated. I mean, a lot of people are saying that MJF versus CM Punk is like the program of the program of the decade. And the decade just started. All right, and of the past two years, is it the best program that I've? seen in the past two years of wrestling? No, I don't think so. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly was last year. I liked Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Although I thought Kyle, Kyle won a little too much. Uh, I liked Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, and I thought, I think that's the best program we've seen in the past two years. Um, but, you know, MJF versus CM Punk's cool. It's good. It's solid. MJF won in Chicago. That was shocking. They're going to have a dog collar match. Sure. Um, they cut they cut fine promos. And the MJF one about CM Punk leaving him when he needed him most. And how he became a wrestler uh, just like CM Punk. Like, that, that, was, that was a really good promo. You know, it was... <laughs> had me thinking we were going to get an MJF face turn. So that's just a lot. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's just been average promos, like a less famous Miz, 
Wow, oh, you really got him there, CM Punk. Wow, oh, burned him. You know, like the Miz is a fine performer. No need to be a jerk about it. Um, but, you know, I think it's overrated. I think their promos are overrated. I think their match styles are overrated. Like, if I see one more Canadian Destroyer or 450, I might just attack my television. Um, their tag division is just, like, falling off a cliff. Like, they're... I remember when it first started, they had one of the best tag divisions, like, ever. Young Bucks, FTR, Proud and Powerful, uh, the, what are those guys' names? The kid that's always rapping and getting himself in trouble. Uh, I can't think of their name, but it's Max Caster and his friend. Um, they were, they're moving up. The, what are the Varsity Blondes, the... Jurassic Express. Like, they had like a, a Buck, the, uh, not Buck, um, Page and Omega. Like, they had, a, they had a, like a blistering tag division. It was crazy. Now it's like, I don't even know who's tag champs. Is it, is it Lucha, Lucha, not Lucha, um, Jurassic Express. They beat the Lucha Bros. Um, but, like, their tag division's really falling off. It's Jurassic Express, and that's it, really. Proud and Powerful is still there, but they never get a push. Max Caster and his friend have never gotten a push. The best friends, they don't get pu- They don't get a push. Um, the what, big, big Money Mats thing, like, those guys don't get a push. Private Party. Private Party's never gotten a push. Um... FTR is just goofing around. They're one of the best tag teams in the world, just sitting back goofing around. Actually, I think somebody's hurt. Let me take that back. I think someone's hurt. But, like, their their tag division's falling off a cliff. Their women's division is like, if Britt if Brit Baker has to carry it any harder, dude, her back's going to break in half. Like, it's, it's Britt Baker. It's Thunder Rosa. And company. Like, that's it. Like, you know, just the rest of them are just faceless people. I will say, though, and then, you know, this is huge because for a very long time, it's almost been a running joke. Uh, I just, I have not been the biggest Penelope Ford fan. As a matter of fact, I said that she couldn't even hit a Hurricane Ronda right. I said that she lacks talent. I said that she's, like, the worst competitor in the world, I think I said at one point. She's the worst wrestler currently wrestling. And, you know... I'm not gonna back off that because at the time it was accurate. She was, she was really bad. She was a really bad wrestler. Now she is a, she's not a really bad wrestler. She's just a bad wrestler. That's progress, you know. I'll take it. She's watchable. I'll say that. She is a watchable, decent, not even decent. That's an insult to decent wrestler. She's a, she's just a, she's watchable. It doesn't pain me to watch her wrestle anymore, so I'll say that. So there's some improvement there. Um, everybody made a really big deal about Ruby Soho, formerly Ruby Riot, and everybody was like, "Oh, she came in, she's going to save the division." I've never been a Ruby Riot fan, ever. Um, I think she's like massively, massively overrated. Massively overrated. She's an average wrestler. Um, who just happens to have, like, a really cool look, I guess. Um, 
And then, you know, we got to address the elephant in the room. Hangman Adam Page, the world champion. Somebody whom I was very excited to see win. Uh, and, you know, I, there's the chance that this becomes outdated in about five hours because maybe Adam Cole wins tonight. I'll tell you what, I tune into Dynamite every week if Adam Cole won tonight. But, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. I don't know, Adam Page's reign has been... Boring. It's been boring. He doesn't do much. You know, he's a good wrestler. He can't. He has the capacity to cut a good promo. He's really over. You know, like Roman Reigns would have killed to be over, as over as Hangman Page was in his babyface peak. Like he would have killed to be that over. Seth. And, you know, like 2018, 2019, he would have killed to have been that over. Well, he was over in 2018, but he wasn't that over in 2019. He would have killed to be Hangman Page over in 2019. <sighs> but he, he's so over. He's so good at promos. And he's such a good wrestler. But his entire championship run has just been really boring and underwhelming. And, you know, it's, it's sad because I like Hangman Adam Page. Um, I like him more than, you know... Like, most of the AEW roster, it's one of my favorites right going right now. He's got to be, like, top 15 favorite guy going right now. But, you know, I got to call a spade a spade. He's it's boring. It's an underwhelming title reign, and I feel really bad saying that, but it's the truth, you know. Um, and then we got to address the biggest story the past month, two months, Cody Rhodes, his AW contract has expired, heavy quotation marks there, and he's now a quote-unquote, huge quotation marks again, free agent. If you couldn't tell, I obviously think this is a work. Um, come on, <laughs> come on. He founded, he's, he like founded the company. He founded the company. It's like he had the huge, Dave Meltzer said, oh, no company could ever sell out Madison Square Garden, like WWE. And Cody was like, oh, I'll take that bet. And then, you know, all in, all out, double or nothing. Casino better, right? Like all these betting. <laughs> he is AEW. You know, he's not going to leave. Um... So, you know, I, I think the entire internet, you know, everybody who's reporting Cody Rhodes and WWE Talks are reportedly very close to finishing. Cody Rhodes is years away from signing, oh, not years, days away from signing a multi-million dollar, multi-year contract. It's not happening. It's not. He's not coming back to WWE. He hates WWE, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm sure he doesn't hate them, but I'm sure he he's happy where he is. And, you know, AEW released a statement. That was huge. Oh, wow. They released a statement. K Tony Khan is a massive mark. You don't think that he would produce a fake statement to get his story over? Like, dude, he's such a mark. He would do it. Um, and then... The thing... The thing... The thing that... Like, is super... Super duper duper... Um, worrying 
you know, that this might not be a work, that this is in fact a shoot, and that, and that Cody's gone, and that I'm wrong. The thing that, the thing, the biggest piece of evidence that supports that is that Keeping Up With The Roads, or whatever their show's name was, Road To Success, I think it was called, was canceled uh, on the on their, on TBS, I think, or TNT or whatever. That's super worrying, because um, I don't think the network would be in on this um, this joke, this work. So, there's a chance, there's a pretty good chance it's not a work. I'm like 60-40, it's a work, 40%. It's not a work, and then he's really going to show up in WWE. Um, 60% just, it's a work, and he shows back up as like this massive heel. Um... But, yeah, I don't know where Cody's going to end up. And I think that the best spot for him is probably WWE. Uh, probably. The AEW fans, you know, they're a toxic bunch. And it's pretty clear, you know, it's been it's been... It's been pretty obvious. It's been beat into the dirt multiple times by any AEW fan that has vocal cords that they just don't like Cody Rhodes. You know, they boo him no matter what he does. So, I think that that relationship has, like, soured. And also, it's pretty clear that the company wants to go in a, just a different direction than Cody. You know, Cody's he's just mini Dusty. He likes these... You know, super, he likes his super relatable, everyman character. If you, I'm not sure if you can hear that, but there's some douchebag outside revving his engine. Um, what was I even talking about? God, it's so annoying. Um, jeez, he's mini dusty. That's where I was. He, he likes these very, he likes these narrative driven feuds bloody southern style brawls he likes these matches but he can also mix it up with you know indie superstars but the company has very clearly shifted away from that dusty style that jim crockett promotion style that narrative style and they just kind of they've gone it's like big budget roh right it's just this massive indie show with decent promotion or with decent production quality and I think that Cody would be much better suited in a place like WWE where, you know, Triple H is going to have his back. And he's going to be able to have these, these old school style matches and these narrative driven feuds um, without the hardcore fan base of the company like brutally turning against him and booing him out of the building because he beat Anthony Agogo one time and everybody lost their minds like he'll be better suited elsewhere in WWE I think you know another sneaky option you know Cody could just work the indies you know take a detour to Japan maybe before he shows back up in AEW refreshed that's an opportunity, you know, you could take, you could go wrestle like a G1 Climax or something, go face Okada in a match, 
like, you know, have a huge program on, like, Nido, and then you can just show back up. Like, I, you know, I had to take a little detour, I had to take a little break, but I don't think that's the case, you know. I think the show being canceled really, 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 their reality TV show being canceled really just... It takes a hitch out of my it's a work theory. Um, but, you know, there's a chance it is a work. That he'll be back at Revolution as a massive heel. And there's a chance he shows up on Monday and kicks the McMahon in the face. And he says he wants to fight Shane at WrestleMania in a street fight. You know, and they blade and there's a pile driver on exposed concrete or something crazy. You know, I think that that's the spectrum of what could happen. He could show up at WrestleMania, or he could show up on WWE TV and get himself a match at WrestleMania, high profile. Or he could just, you know, take a break and then come back to AEW. He could just come right back to AEW. Because Tony Connor recently purchased ROH. Speaking of which, ROH, I don't think he acquired any of the talent. So... You know, a lot of people who are saying, oh, man, it's going to be an ROH invasion of AEW. It's going to be so... No. No, I don't think he acquired the talent. Um, If he did, you know, there's a a chance I'm wrong. I'm not as researched on this topic as I'd like to be. So, there's a a good shot I'm wrong. But, you know, I I have a feeling that he didn't acquire the talent. And that he mostly did it for the video archive. uh, Because there's a lot of valuable, 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 valuable video... um, videos in that archive that people would want to see.